0: everyone to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror, one episode at a time. I'm Erica.
1: And I'm Jackie.
0: And this month at the cafe, we are in May Hauntings.
1: Another category that you like. Uh, well, you like it too. I do. I do. Hey. But it's your category.
0: I feel bad. January was my month. February was so sort what? of my month.
1: It's okay. I don't care. I'm good with it. I like all the months, so there isn't matter. one that I don't really like. That's true. So we're good to go, <laughs> right. as far as I'm concerned.
0: And this is episode 10. We're finally doing Insidious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three years in. Finally. I'm so excited.
1: So uh, what did you bring us today? Because you know I'm loving this shit.
0: <laughs> Pistachio cream cold brew. This
1: is addicting.
0: Who knew that pistachio would work with coffee? Because I sure as hell didn't think. Yeah, I don't know. When you think about it,
1: yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense.
0: But I, it does. But it does.
1: It's delicious. So good. And uh, thank you for treating me to this this morning. It is well received. Anytime. And it is so nasty outside and humid and hot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is hitting the spot. Summer is starting. mm. All right how about we go on to the reading of the polot
0: parents take drastic measures when it seems their new home is haunted and their comatose son is possessed by a malevolent entity
1: dun, dun, dun. pretty
0: straightforward pretty straightforward
1: that's pretty much the movie all right that's a wrap let's go
0: bye see you next time see you next time Did we watch this in the theater? Yes, we
1: did. I saw your question there in the outline, and I answered it below if you scroll. Yes, we did watch it at the movies. Great.
0: I have watched this movie a couple of times. It's great every time. This is definitely my type of haunting movie. It has practical effects, great makeup, and that's what will make it last for years. Right So you
1: don't think that the um makeup and special effects will eventually start looking.
0: I mean, I think any movie eventually starts looking a little old, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna have like like a house on Haunted Hill, oh God, vibes where it just <sighs> we're getting flashbacks of how horrible that was from last year. I May. was so
1: <laughs> disappointed in that. I because I really enjoyed that movie when it first came out, and now I look back and and I'm I'm thinking, what was I thinking? Like
0: it was the time. Did I not
1: have an elevated mind?
0: Oh, <laughs> Is whatever. that what it was? Don't do that. It was fun <laughs> at the time, and it's those movies from those two thousand eras. They're you know they've they've dated yeah. themselves. So that's There's, what I mean.
1: There are some eras where the movies are pronounced drastically in 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 emulating that specific time frame some of them classic some of them just don't do well
0: because scream Mm -hmm. is from the 90s Mm -hmm. and you can tell it's from the 90s but it aged well
1: yes it did right like it
0: it actually adds to it that Mm -hmm. this is a movie from the 90s versus house on haunted hill that you're like no Just no. As you can tell, we did not like that movie. Please check out that episode from last May, from our last May hauntings. See how we felt about that one. Spoiler alert. We hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a prime example. This movie was released on April 1st of 2011. April Fool's Day? haha <laughs> <laughs> This movie is 12 years old. Yeah. That's old already.
1: Yeah, and it
0: is. And I still think it... Looks great, and it's very effective in scares. So on to movie facts. Okay. Right? We kind of jumped in, but that's fine. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66. Audience, 62. Great scores for a horror movie, Yes,
1: I agree. Um, For this movie, I'm surprised with the critics. I would have thought that they would literally just lower that to nothing almost. To
0: like a 30. Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy to see you. It's very... It's a consensus that it's a sixty mm-hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. This had a budget. I was not expecting to see this. It had a budget of one point five million dollars. That's it. That's pretty low.
1: Yeah. I mean, in movie talk. Y-
0: yeah, it is. And it grossed a hundred and no, 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 a hundred point one million dollars. Mm. So they wow. really made a profit. They
1: really banked on that.
0: This movie is directed by none other than the now famous, especially in the horror community, James Wan. Mm-hmm. And it was written uh, yet again, the dynamic duo, by Lee Wannell. And I hope I said that correct. I think you did. But they were also teamed up in Saw.
1: And he also played?
0: A character in Saw. Who? Uh, what was his name? Adam. Adam. And he was Specs. In mm-hmm. this one, in this movie. you did not recognize him, no,
1: to me, he looked very, very different yeah. from how he appeared and saw. It's
0: been and a few it years. wasn't even
1: the glasses because he took them off, yeah. he just did not look like him
0: well, i I'm a I think it's safe to say they're very good friends, uh,
1: clearly, <laughs> yeah,
0: Jason Blum and Oren Pelly are mm-hmm. producers. and Oren Pelly is the director of paranormal activity that's amazing isn't that great yeah when i saw (laughs) that
1: prior to this i actually read the outline this time Mm
0: -hmm. oh wow groundbreaking
1: (laughs) (laughs) usually i come into this Mm -hmm. just plain cold um i was like what wow and then you know blum is like
0: all these famous people. Mm-hmm. The musical score, which oh, we I go. noticed, we go. <laughs> I noticed this immediately, is yet again another team up with Joseph Bishara. But what? <laughs> what this last name makes you giggle? Yes. Why? Because I remember. Oh, the in the Conjuring when we were. <laughs>
1: When we were talking about it in the Conjuring episode, you were like, Bashira, Bashara, Bashura.
0: You couldn't figure out Whoever. how the
1: fuck to say his name.
0: Listen, I have a problem pronouncing people's names, apparently, and words like Winnebago and Wendigo and all this shit. Uh, but at least I can say Sasquatch.
1: Yeah, I can't say that. All I right, just say so, Sassy Squash.
0: So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He was responsible for the musical score, and I was gonna say that he came back, but this was before The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. So then, actually, The Conjuring was influenced, or it's just because this is his musical style. Because when you hear the music in Insidious, mm-hmm. I automatically think of The Conjuring because mm-hmm. it's still that same style, and it's the bulk of the score. It was improvised. By the way, which is pretty cool. And it is a quartet and a piano.
1: Nice. And didn't he appear as the demon in this film, too? Yet again. And he was like the other nasty demon entity thing in The Conjuring.
0: Poor guy. I guess he's scary looking.
1: Or he likes playing that. Maybe he digs it's the fun. whole makeup thing. I know I would.
0: Yeah. It's always fun to play mm-hmm. villains. James Wan had Ty Simpkins, that's the a- child actor, sit in on Joseph Bishara's makeup sessions to make him comfortable um, with filming the scarier scenes. Oh, that's smart. And that makes sense. So
1: that the kid can see how it's built and it's not real. And it's not
0: real. Yeah, makes sense. Some of the further sequences were filmed in a basement of an abandoned building. Oh. It was darkened as much as possible by putting black felt and garbage bags up over the windows. Wow.
1: Mhm. I actually thought that that was maybe filmed inside a big warehouse.
0: Well, close enough. Because
1: it was so blank. There was yeah. nothing in the background at all. So they yeah. did a great job.
0: They did. The long-haired fiend, that's that ghost that kept pacing outside. Well, it was the one that was With the baby and...
1: Yeah. Right? He... You know, before you go on, does he not give you a Jack the Ripper kind of feel? I guess. To me, I I don't know why when I see him, when I've Mm -hmm. seen him in this movie and he pops out, Mm -hmm. that's what I think about. Mm -hmm. Because he's in an old coat from like that era Mm -hmm. and... Mm. I don't know. He looks like a Jack the Ripper.
0: Okay.
1: To me. Anyway, I digress. Go ahead.
0: He was a character inspired by a story that Lee and James Wan had heard from a friend of theirs. Uh, The friend said one night he woke up and saw a man dressed in a long trench coat with long hair pacing outside his room. Hmm. I would die. Yeah, you would. God, that's so scary. And the, the set... Or the houses were houses. Oh,
1: they were. They were houses. So that craftsman style home that oh, they show at the beginning is gorgeous. the real thing with all the built-in and all that beautiful rich wood. Gorgeous. I am so happy to hear that because I would have been so disappointed if you had told me that was a set.
0: <laughs> it was a stunning house. Oh I my would God, live. God,
1: yes, it was. It was so beautiful. That's
0: my type of house. I want a house like that. Yeah, I can see with that a grandfather clock at the end of the hall. Yeah, I've always because that's one. not
1: scary sounding at all.
0: I actually find it relaxing, Okay. which you would think by now, because so we've noticed that rocking chairs Mm -hmm. are very famous in horror movies, shower curtains, mirrors, and so are grandfather clocks. But Mm -hmm. so far, they haven't scared me yet. Not yet. They're still very beautiful to me, and they give me a calming sense, because I actually have a cat clock. Of course, I would have a cat clock. It's actually a Felix the Cat Mm -hmm. clock. Cat that. clock. Uh-huh. Peter Piper picked a pepper. <laughs> okay. You know, like a tongue twister. Yeah. And he, the little tail moves and the eyes, and it has a slight ticking sound. Yeah, I
1: go, Yeah, I was there the other night when I was, what was it? I don't know what the hell With I your was. nails, I think. Yeah.
0: And it's actually calming, and there's some mornings I wake up, and I just don't turn anything on. And, and I you just, just listen like,
1: to that tick, tick.
0: Yeah, and I have my coffee, and it's a nice little, like, okay. And then the cat meows and it's over.
1: Well, I mean, (laughs) look who we're talking about.
0: I love my cat. Leave him alone. Anyway,
1: he's a diva.
0: Are we ready to jump into movie observations? Mm -hmm. Let's do this. This is three years waiting. Waiting. I don't know why we put this off for so long. I don't know. I honestly, I have no idea why. I think it's because we kind of forgot about it. I know I did. And then I'm like, why did we forget about this? You can
1: introduce. Our characters. Okay. Let me flip over to that page because I wasn't (laughs) expecting to do that, but that's fine. Keep you on your toes. I see that. All right. So let's go over our cast of characters. Um, Josh, who portrays the father and is um, the actor who plays him is Patrick Wilson. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Renee, who is the mother, is Rose Byrne. Mm -hmm. Dalton, who is the son who is in a coma. I I don't know who plays him. Lorraine who is Josh's mother, is played by the famous, from the 70s and 80s, Barbara Hershey. And Elise, who is a medium, is played by Lynn Shane. Um, I know that she's been in a lot of Ooh, other movies that we've seen. She's like a horror seen. queen in a way. Yeah, in her yeah. own way, yeah. Then we've got Speck, who is one of the guys who helps Elise, which is Lee Winnell. Mm-hmm. Tucker, who's also one of the other tech guys, and then there's Foster, who is Dalton's brother, and then we have the baby, whose name is Kali, but she's kind of like a non-event. I mean, yeah. really, I mean,
0: she's just—you
1: just hear the yeah. kid even wailing. The,
0: even the brother is a non-event, as you like. I love that kind of non-event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and those, are but these are pretty much the core of the movie.
1: I don't think there's anybody. Oh no, isn't there a priest at one
0: point? Yeah, that's why I'm like,
1: or some uh, clergy type person. Yeah. But I mean. Eh. Also a non-event. Agree. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. So we got this family moving in to a new home, the beautiful home we mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And um, Dalton, who is the kid who eventually falls into a coma, he decides to sneak off into the attic. Mm -hmm. And this is when it just starts right off the bat, pretty much. And he finds some creepy-ass entity and he falls down, and the next day, he's in a coma. Yeah. No explanation. Now, that being said, he hit his head pretty hard. hmm Can anyone say concussion? Possible?
0: That's what I thought of, and- they put him to bed. No. Yeah,
1: isn't that like the first thing they tell you is not to sleep for X amount of time after you hit your head so hard?
0: Yeah, and he had a noticeable bruise.
1: On his forehead. Yeah. So what the hell? What is going on here?
0: Before we get into this, I have to make a note that the movie starts with a view of a kid in a bedroom.
1: Yes, like from back in the day, maybe the 70s or...
0: Right, now in retrospect, yes, it is yes. the past. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because we also meet a very important character, which is a creepy-ass old lady. This is true.
1: I did jump ahead, didn't I?
0: And no, and I, I should have added her to the characters because she technically is a main character, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, later. But she freaks me out so much
1: yes she does why
0: she chills me like i she's one of those that when i first saw this movie i was afraid to get up and go to the bathroom because she's going to be in the corner kind of like the woman in black right it's her it's her costume isn't it because their costumes
1: are very similar
0: but not only is it the costume, it's her expression under that veil mm-hmm. where she's smiling very demented mm-hmm. or evil mm-hmm. to you, the right. audience or whoever sees her. And that's scary. And it's just the way the veil, because it has a lace pattern mm-hmm. and it's just the shadows. It's perfect and very scary to me.
1: And in both instances, in both movies, yes. they're are both very pasty white Yes. Which augments all the other dark features like the sunken ish eyes, yes. the the dark purplish lips and all that kind of stuff just adds to the visual. I mean, I can see why you're mm. scared, but you get old well, I mean, how unusual is this? You get ultra ultra scared.
0: I'm giving you a face. I
1: know you are. I, I'm I I'm can see chicken. you you are literally across from me. I can see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's it scares me, what can I say? <laughs> and it's important cuz initially we meet this kid and 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 this lady, right, this old lady and we don't know what right. the connection is right away, but it is important for later. Yeah. And just to note that she is one of the things that really scares me from this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Anyway, back to the kid. Yeah. What did he see? He's, in the attic.
1: I think he saw the demon thing. The demon? The thing. demon? Because yeah, it, we don't was, see it. It's kind of in the shadows. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't really per se see it, but you get an impression that mm-hmm. it's there. The music also augments that scene a lot.
0: A hundred percent. A lot.
1: A hundred percent. So the kid is taken to the, you know, the dad wakes up the next day and can't wake the kid up. They take him to the hospital. they They can't figure out what's wrong with him at mm-hmm. all. There's right. nothing indicating why he's in this coma. Right. And apparently, they've been doing all these kinds of treatments. And after three months, it's like, there's no results. Let's ship him back home. Yep. So he comes back home with the hospital bed, the Tubes, IVs, the two, yeah. everything.
0: Yep. Very sad. Like, Extremely. I can only imagine how frustrating that would be to anyone, especially when it's a child, mm-hmm. a small child like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with, with situations like comas, like how long do you wait? And especially because he is so young, what do you do? And you just see the the mother so distraught and you have the nurse coming to explain, like putting in a feeding tube. That, I mean, we've gotten to that point now. Right. Because he's not eating. Of course. And that's very scary and very sad. For
1: a parent, that would be yeah. a nightmare come true.
0: I. That alone is a nightmare and scary mm-hmm. in itself within the movie. And
1: not because you have to do these things, but because your child is in that state. Right. You know, where.
0: With no answers. No
1: answers. There's no prognosis as to when this is going to end. Right. What it is. If he's ever going to come back. So all that is playing in those parents' mind. Yeah. Because it would be in mine. I figured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we found we find out that Renee is a musician mm-hmm. and she, I guess, composes lyrics is what I or not lyrics, but um, Music. a musical scores on piano is what I understood that is her profession. And she's taken a break from it, but she's at the piano now mm-hmm. tinkering away and she's got the baby monitor on top of the piano. I got to say that this scene resonated with me a lot. Hmm. And I think it probably does with all parents. Okay. The weird sounds that sometimes inexplicably come through baby monitors. Ugh. I can imagine. Like sometimes when you were a baby, I you know, this here, the room we're in now used to be your dad in my bedroom and then you were across the hall. Mm-hmm. Sometimes weird sounds would come through the baby monitor and I would freak out and get up to go check on you. Not because I thought there was a demon standing <laughs> over your crib, but because any it could be anything. Right. Sometimes you would have interference. Like a lot of times we would pick up the next door neighbors.
0: That's freaky. Yeah. Ooh. Like
1: having conversations. And, and I knew it was them because of the voice. Yeah. So
0: oh God. she
1: starts, she's at the piano. Renee is at the piano and she starts hearing voices. At first, you really can't make out what they're saying. But then all of a sudden you start hearing something on the other end saying, I want it. Mm -hmm. I want it.
0: Yeah. And then it says it really loud. Yes. I mean.
1: I mean, I'm getting goosebumps from this.
0: I think her reaction was very slow. Like, I think the minute she heard, I want it, I want, because it's it's unnerving how the thing is saying it I want it I want it I want it and then it'll just scream it I want it oh yeah and that's when she finally goes up I would Mm -hmm. think she should have started walking I would have been up those
1: stairs the minute I heard (laughs) weird noises because I would I would do that here
0: yeah that's freaky whether it's interference or not or not a demon it could have been an actual person yeah that is very scary exactly when she goes to investigate no one's there yeah but it's well done because you walk in the room with her and it's the way the camera works is done that you think she's going to turn the corner and there's still going to be something there or something behind the door, but nothing is there. Yeah. And I like that. I like when you get played. Basically. <laughs> basically, you got played.
1: Right. Exactly. Now, right before she goes up, I have to mention that the grandfather clock goes nut a little nutters there because I think it made like a crashing type of weird sound. It hmm. it, it donged or whatever it is that they do.
0: Right. Well, at, I didn't notice. At that
1: exact moment.
0: Hmm. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Renee has a scary conversation with her other son, Mm -hmm. Foster. Right. Foster says he asked to move rooms because Dalton is scaring him because he gets up at night Mm -hmm. and sleepwalks. Right. And Renee's like, that's impossible. What are you talking about? But she, she dismisses it. Does she, though? I don't know. She doesn't really seem to do anything with this. If you- I mean, if I were in her position and my other kid said that, I'd be like, uh, let's set up a camera or something because to my knowledge, this kid is in a coma. Right. Why would you say he's getting up?
1: And I do have to mention that they are directly, their bedrooms are directly across from each other and the hall is in the middle. So you yeah. can see directly into dalton's room and you get the image of him in the bed with all the tubes and the iv and it's not beeping and the beeping and and there's kind of a blue cast because there's a monitor in there Mm -hmm. and i could see from a child's point of view how that could be kind of visually scary
0: it is and i think a lot of kids are scared of hospitals and all that stuff because of you know when you're a kid, what are those tubes? What is that? That looks scary. It looks mm-hmm. very sci-fi, all this. And it's going inside your brother, yeah, basically. And the, the beeping noises are creepy in the right situation. Mm-hmm. And it is the lighting yes. because of how dark. Like You do see it from Foster's point of view that same night where he's watching his mm-hmm. brother. And I kept waiting for something to come out or right. walk.
1: They do and, set you up for that, and it doesn't happen. It
0: doesn't happen, which is great.
1: Again. But you get Foster's point of view. Yes. You understand why he's
0: scared. Absolutely. Because I thought it was scary. So I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: jump way ahead. That's fine. But do you think that what Foster is seeing is astral, is is the astral projection of um Dalton? It could be. Because it can't be his physical form getting up. He's got shit in him, like tubes, feeding yeah. tubes, IV.
0: He would have that's to true. pull all that stuff out and, and put, put it back, him back in. in,
1: which I can't really unless
0: the demon helps and put him back
1: in. Well yeah, I mean he's you know he's got a degree in, in nursing and, and all that stuff. You never but know. You never that know.
0: demon is multifunctioning. This is true. <laughs> um but I'm
1: wondering if that's maybe. what it was.
0: It could be. And they always say that kids are very perceptive in things like seeing ghosts, mm-hmm. right? Or in this case maybe he As we find out later, maybe he has the gift as well. Yeah. saw it.
1: Mm -hmm. The next thing that happens, I know, freaked you the fuck
0: out. Which one of them? (laughs) (laughs) Because from here on, the whole movie, I'm sitting there like, I'm waiting for it. When they hear the noise
1: and the security alarm goes off. And Josh goes to investigate and she stays upstairs. Mm -hmm. And what does she see on the balcony?
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, this whole scene is great, right? There's a knock at the door Mm -hmm. at night. I'm very proud of Josh in this movie. He turns on lights. Yes,
1: he does. I will say he turns on every damn light in the house.
0: I am so proud of him because he actually follows that rule. (laughs) Good for you. But there's a knock, and it's a strong knock at the door. And he does the, who's there? Why do people do this?
1: i think it's a natural reaction it's not
0: for me we've talked about it (laughs) often
1: i get it but i think it's people's natural reaction to establishing communication with whatever could be a threat and somehow disarming it no i I understand that you won't do it (laughs) but i think the reason people do that is because of that it also Mm -hmm. probably steadies their nerves by talking
0: No, no that's true anyway when he this strong knock he checks, opens the door, nobody's there. And that's when we go back up to when this is happening, Renee's in bed, and all of a sudden, at first it's just one movement behind her at the window, and I'm like, did, did something just walk by? Yes, it sure did, because <laughs> then something keeps pacing back and, back and forth. forth. This effect was so great, because the this man is walking outside, and it takes you a minute to realize, because you question yourself, you know their bedroom is on the second floor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why is there a person on the balcony of the second floor? Or whatever, a roof mm-hmm. walking. Mm-hmm. That's well, scary. I'm assuming it
1: was a balcony. I don't think it was because it's a window.
0: But it doesn't matter. It's a ghost. I, so I, it's just I
1: know, but my point yeah. is there wasn't even a, okay, see, now I realize even more of her horror because there isn't a balcony there. Mm-hmm. So what is this guy doing walking back and forth on thin in thin right? air? That's Got what it. adds it to that so scary. In my head, I for some reason, I thought there was, there was a, balcony, a balcony. But I just realized that that's a window.
0: Yes. That's so scary. And then to boot, he's walking back and forth. And then all of a sudden, he's in the room.
1: He materializes like through the window yes. into the room. So good. And it's that guy that I call, in my mind, Jack the Ripper. Right. Because we don't have a name for him that I know of. So that's right. what I'm calling him.
0: Right. It's scary. Mr. scary. Yeah. She also sees him... In the room, in the baby's room. Is that who she sees? That's who she sees hovering over the crib, hmm. which is also scary. Yeah. Anyway, Josh closes the door. He goes upstairs because now Renee's screaming. Then the alarm goes off because now the door is open again. Because right. now he puts the little chain.
1: Mm-hmm. Because that really sets, does so much.
0: I know. So here's my thing, too. When he went to check the door, he opened it. He didn't even un- un- unlock it. You didn't no, lock No, you door? made a
1: point of saying that.
0: Yeah. It's the first thing I do, lock my door.
1: Yes, I know you do.
0: Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this whole unexplained paranormal experience goes- going on. Josh is a teacher. And he stays at work late, and I think it's because he's scared without admitting anything. Like, he's not admitting that he's scared.
1: And probably having visions.
0: Which he is. Yeah. Of this old lady. Mm-hmm. But I, as we find out later, it's, like, suppressed. Yes, it's a memory. subconscious memory. Right. Mm-hmm. That The next day, the nurse is checking on Dalton, and as she leaves, Renee finds a bloody handprint on Dalton's bed.
1: Bed sheets. Bed sheets. And it's it's a hand with very, very long, sharp nails.
0: Yeah. So you know it's not a human now.
1: Yeah, no, this is not a human mm-hmm. handprint. And she's waiting for Dalton. Mm-hmm. Dalton, Josh, for Josh to get home yeah. that night with the sheets in her hand because he's just coming home late. I mean, ridiculously late. A teacher coming home at ten o'clock at night. Um, right. No.
0: Right, and it's and it's because he, I, he's scared, yeah. and he doesn't n- understand n- why. Probably, I am assuming. Yeah. And she basically says, we have to move. And mm-hmm. they decide to move mm-hmm. this beautiful home and they move to a different house. Right. Because they think it's the house yeah, that's haunted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught this at the beginning of the movie when they are moving in. She's like, oh, this is a fresh start. I hope it goes better here. Yes. I wonder what that means.
1: That means that they have experienced this before.
0: Knowing now... Mm-hmm.
1: about josh's past that yeah. kind of makes sense
0: i think so and that's so yeah then they should have known
1: so they have been experiencing maybe not at the level at which this house seems to have triggered it yeah maybe it was the house itself because going forward in the movie mm. you see some tragedies have happened in that that's home. true so maybe the house
0: exacerbated
1: it imprint of yeah bad things happening mm-hmm. is what brought it forth, like propelled it. That's my could be unscientific.
0: <laughs> That's our theory. Yeah. I'll take it.
1: That's my theory anyway. So they move into this new house, but guess what?
0: They're it's still not the being house. haunted.
1: It's not the house. They are haunted. The very first thing that Renee experiences is a kid dressed in like period clothing. Mm-hmm. Like dancing
0: with a really freaky song. Mm-hmm. How do they fa- find 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 this music? Okay,
1: when we get to our music section, okay. I will talk all about this song. Oh God, this song okay. was very popular. Really, I'm going to say it now. In the late '60s. Really? The song oh. actually originated in the 1920s. And again, I'll have more history on that later. Okay. But that is a song and it was a smash, maybe not number one, for this one singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. And I have a story with that one.
0: Okay. Can't wait. Yeah. All right.
1: So, yeah. So, the kid is like kind of dancing along to the song and she's looking and then she looks from another angle and he's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she follows the kids laughter cuz she hears it mm-hmm. and and it goes into the into the is it um the baby's room or is it Dalton's room?
0: I think it's Foster's room initially. Falter, but then goes to Dalton's room.
1: Yeah. The rocking horse is moving and and it's he's just fucking with her.
0: Yeah. See? Another it's not a rocking chair but it's something rocking.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he scary. literally just torments her.
0: Yeah. It seems like Renee got so freaked out. We don't see this happen, but she calls Josh's mom Mm -hmm. or her mother-in-law over. And she... Josh's mom... What's her name? Lorraine. Lorraine. She is saying that she keeps having dreams. She's had visions of a demon in Dalton's room. Right. Now, they're all
1: sitting in the dining room. They meaning um, Renee, Josh... And Lorraine. Mm -hmm. And she's telling her about this. And, you know, they're playing it out visually on the screen. And all of a sudden, she looks at Josh. Mm -hmm. And the demon from the dream is actually behind Josh.
0: So this is a very famous scene Mm -hmm. in this movie because it was so well executed it's jarring it is jarring the only reason i knew when it was gonna happen i actually blame the subtitles Mm -hmm. is because at one point because you knew something was gonna happen because of the back and forth right of course renee lorraine josh Mm -hmm. renee lorraine josh like it just kept going back and forth but at one point right before the demon came out and it was focusing on lorraine it says creaking Mm-hmm. And it's because you hear the demon moving, right. so I'm like, "Oh, it's coming! It's coming! It's coming!" Because otherwise, it's very jarring. And I, th- if I remember correctly, because it was, it's shocking that I think the music is also yes, loud. It is. It's loud, and it's just like, "Oh my god!" I wasn't expecting to just see that. And it's only like two seconds at yeah. The most. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah, it's one of those really great scenes, mm-hmm. and people are, in general, that's what's notable about this movie
1: i would say that this is one of the big jump scares in this Mm -hmm. movie
0: right but for me not the scariest moments of this movie
1: no not for me either um it's a jump scare but it's not the scariest
0: right she freaks out and now lorraine calls in a psychic i guess it's not a medium but sorry elise Mm -hmm. along with her two paranormal investigators Specs and tucker
1: because they do the scientific part of it right where they they scope out the place, try mm-hmm. to eliminate highly intense electromagnetic fields mm-hmm. that might be causing hallucinations. That's what they say and blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, yeah, so
0: and onward it goes. <laughs> and as they're investigating this, Tucker seems like the, the one who has all these machineries that mm-hmm. he uses to investigate all this. And one of them looks like what was the name of that toy?
1: Oh, the uh, the viewmatic viewfind or- is Viewfin- it- no viewfinders is, is isn't some-
0: in a camera, but it's it's the one that you would look through it and you would c- click the little lever lever and it would switch. L- yeah, a little, disc. little disc. There's people screaming at us, letting us know what the I name know. Toys.
1: Mm-hmm. Hold on, I have to look this up. Let's look it up. So we found it. We were close. We were close. It's the ViewMaster.
0: I like that toy. I it did was cool, too. Because I had that toy as well. Yeah. It's a cool toy. Anyway.
1: He's clicking through the frames.
0: Right. He has different... What he has is different colors or filters. Right. filters. Mm-hmm. That he uses throughout the house. And it's the hallway of, uh, believe, going towards Dalton's room. The grandfather clock. Whatever. And he put... He's clicking... He's focusing on this hallway. Clicking through the colors. He lands on one of the colors that now I just don't remember. And two women ghosts show up. And the ghosts in this are freaky because of how they move. Yes. They're still. And then in the next frame. They're They're not. They move just an inch. Yeah. And it's just they're looking at him and then they smile in Mm -hmm. that devious smile that is in this movie. Yeah. And I love it because you don't expect it. The music is loud again. And it's just their costuming and the makeup and the the way they look. So I have a
1: question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think they're the same, and it doesn't make sense to me. Aren't these the two ghosts from the old house? The two women, the two younger women? Did they follow them? Did they follow? It doesn't make sense because if that happened at the other house, why Mm -hmm. would they come to this house? They're traveling ghosts? I don't know.
0: Maybe. Maybe because Dalton is in this astral.
1: In the further, because that's what it's going to be be called later.
0: Maybe it's it travels with him, even though they're not at the same house. ok. I will like, give it comes you that with him.
1: That makes sense, I Just, guess
0: that's my only rational thought because that is a good point. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. that That yeah. was the only thing that I found strange after
1: when we got further into the movie, oh, and not hold on. into the further, but further. I in. think
0: the reason why hold on. All right. So they do the investigation. They have this big scene in Dalton's room mm-hmm. where Elise looks up into this dark corner and she she sees the demon. We don't see it the audience but she describes it to Specs who
1: apparently has some kind of intuitive gift that he is able to draw what she sees.
0: Right. Like she he's drawing as she's describing and she's describing it to you as the Mm i was gonna say family member we kind of are in the movie sure you know describing hooved feet the red black face Mm -hmm. the hands so you're already coming up with the visual of it too so when you do see it later at least for me it matched yes it does because with josh we only saw the face quickly so we knew it was too fast
1: and you didn't really get a
0: exactly yeah um so this happens She's freaked out. You never see it. Now it comes to the explanation of everything. And Elise tells the family that he's not in a coma. He is in a place called The Further and that he is a very gifted astral traveler. And that the reason he's so gifted is because Josh is also able to do this. But apparently he doesn't remember doing this. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the reason why when we go into The Further, which is coming up, and it's at the old house. It's because Dalton is still at that house in the further. Hmm. It's not that the house is; it may be haunted or may have had a history there, but he stayed there. And because that's how far away,
1: okay, he is.
0: Technically, Dalton doesn't know they moved, right? Right? Because that's true. he's been in a coma. You're
1: right. I mean, okay, I I can see that. See that what makes I mean? sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think those projections or ghosts whatever they are are just traveling with them because that's where he still is
1: mm-hmm. he's kind of in I mean the further she describes it as being a purgatory mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me dimension which is kind of scary and it's 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 a place that's inhabited by tortured spirits
0: yes and that sucks that seems like a bad place so to are be. these? that then
1: leads me to believe that these tortured Spirits are not good people when they were alive.
0: Well, we find out, at least with the family situation, that they're not. And she does explain that because they're in purgatory, right? You're not in heaven or hell. That's, I think, what's torturing them, at least in my theory. And this is where she also says that they're looking for a body to inhabit.
1: And to come back. to come back. Into the physical world. Right. Because they want to live again.
0: But this is also where the demon is taking advantage because the demon also wants to take over and be in a physical form. Yep. So Josh, I was watching Josh during this Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and he was listening, but he was annoyed but at the same time, I felt like he knew what she was talking about, but didn't want to admit it. Because then he gets up and does the typical ghost movie thing. Mm-hmm. I don't believe this. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. He's in a coma. Like, stop telling us these stories. Right. Thank you for your time. Get your the $700. fuck out. He basically
1: says, here's and get the fuck out.
0: Right. But
1: you're right. Because when she's saying this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: his facial expressions are one of... I don't want to say an aha moment, more like there was something, an itch scratching at the back of his mind that he, I think in my head, I'm seeing it as him pushing it back into his mind. Right. Like, I don't want to see this. I don't right. want to deal with this.
0: Right. And I think that's what's going on because he kind of looks like he knows what's going on, mm-hmm. but not really because it's a subconscious thing. Like right. It sounds familiar, but at the same time, he's not going to yeah confront it.
1: But then he goes up to Dalton's room, and Mm -hmm. this is when he finds drawings that are on the wall Mm -hmm. that Dalton had done. And one of them clearly depicts that demon. That she described. And even him floating in the air.
0: Mm -hmm. One of them says, um, tonight I was like floating above my body. I don't remember the wording on the drawing. Mm -hmm. My comment on these drawings, though... Obviously, he didn't draw this now Mm -hmm. because he's been in a coma.
1: Right. He drew this at the old house. Or maybe even further than that. Right. You put these up. Right. Why didn't you question? Maybe not the one flying above the house because. Right. But the one with the demon in it.
0: Wouldn't you as a parent or anybody, whether adult, kid, teenager, why are you drawing that?
1: Yeah. Like question the kid. Where did this come from? What is this? Like that should have been a. A red flag, but here's the thing: What about if the kid then says to you, "This was in a dream," and you let it go with that? Are you going to assume that everything is a ghost? Yes, I we know you a would. Yes,
0: yeah. I know, but that should have just considering. I don't know; it just looks so odd that one. The other one of him flying and floating—it could be anything, anything. And then
1: there's one that's of a red door in the dark. Yes. Yes, And there is an ominous feel
0: Mm -hmm. to it. Absolutely.
1: Um, Those are questionable images. I think I think that as a parent, if I had seen you drawing that my inclination would have been, why did you draw this? What made you not obviously to intimidate you, but to like, you know, understand, understand what may have caused it. But if you would have said I dreamed it. Yeah, that's true. At that point, you're going to stop because it's normal for yeah. kids to see that.
0: That's true. That's to true. do Because maybe like they that. did ask. Maybe,
1: and maybe the kid did dream. And this is the way the kid deals with dreaming something not so nice.
0: Or did he draw it in his... Coma? Uh-huh.
1: No, because they, they put those that's pictures right. up in the new house. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They would have known that I they did I was trying it. to find
0: another loophole. But I understand. Yeah. That's and, true. He could have just answered that.
1: When he sees this, Josh literally breaks down and he decides to call Elise back. Right. And
0: they decide to have a seance. I don't know, but there's a broken rule right there. Ah uh, yes, the seance. This is a very strange seance.
1: It is very strange because Elise is wearing what I think of as post apocalyptic headgear. Yeah. It's like one of those masks with a breathing, a long breathing tube. Yeah. That specs holds to his his, his ear Mm -hmm. to listen to what she's saying. Right. But it just, visually, it's weird as hell.
0: It is. I think the reason is because Elise probably whispers very low. Mm -hmm. So this is the only way he can hear Uh her and then transcribe. Because he's basically like the transcriber slash artist, apparently. Mm -hmm. Because he transcribes everything she says.
1: Yes. And boy, does he waste a lot of paper
0: he does why doesn't he just write it like normal does he have to write it that big is it because he's in a hurry
1: i i guess but damn
0: i know it's,
1: it's more trees. pretty dramatic yeah
0: she does this seance and she runs into this creature right the demon mm-hmm. and it's you know the communicating back and forth that he wants to take over dalton the body yeah right? yeah she screams at very loud to the point that po- you can tell that it hurts Specs. spec
1: Seers, yeah.
0: She passes out, and now the creature possesses Dalton's body and mm-hmm. attacks the group. Like that yep. was a good scene where all of a sudden Dalton's there and like hits the table yeah. and freaks everybody out. And it's just like this really tense little action sequence here that was really good.
1: It was well done because mm-hmm. I don't think you as the audience, I did not remember this part in the movie. I didn't like either. Like this specific part. I remember the seance, but not this. Yeah. That take c- catches you unaware. You're not expecting this.
0: At all. You're just like, what the fuck? Where did you come from, kid? Right. Why are you up? How did you get up? <laughs> did you pull all that shit off? That's true too, yet again. Yeah. Because didn't have any tubing. Nope. So... Very freaky. Mm -hmm. Anyway, everybody calms down. Elise wakes up. And now we finally get uh, the story revealed about Josh Mm -hmm. and why Lorraine knew to call Elise. And it's because Lorraine had called Elise many years ago to help Josh.
1: When he was eight years old.
0: Yes. He has suppressed his memory. But basically, also at some point in the movie, it's hinted that Josh does not like to take pictures. Right. And we find out it's because when he was a kid and Lorraine took pictures of him, he had a spirit that was basically, I know, following him.
1: And would show up in the pictures. At first they were faint. Yes. But then as time progressed, they got got older. They got more... Clear. um, Clear. They became clearer. Like not as
0: grainy or yeah faint. surreal
1: or dreamy ish right
0: it was more formed right like you can instead of it being a ghost-like it, it almost
1: was, seemed like a person right. in the flesh
0: and scarier still closer to yes. him. yes
1: getting closer with each photo
0: closer yes. to him
1: physically mm-hmm.
0: and it's some evil woman that was now we find out that that's the evil woman or scary old lady at the beginning that was chasing him. Mm. And that's what Elise was there to do.
1: Right. And apparently she's parasitic, meaning mm. that she attaches attaches herself. Can you imagine? No. No thanks.
0: Mm-mm. But we also find out that Josh is the only one, sorry, that can go in. To the further. To save Dalton. Right. And this is what happens. We get this. Nice metronome sound. I like the sound of a metronome. Mm-hmm. So I can see how it's very hypnotizing because it goes back to the grandfather clock. Right. Like that ticking sound. It's, it's just that very tick, calm. Tick back and forth. Yeah. Right. And it's really cool to see it. I like I like the shot of the metronome going back and forth, a mm-hmm. little detail of that.
1: I can definitely see how that's um mesmerizing. Oh for yeah. Sure. You
0: can just really fade into that. Mm-hmm. And Josh goes into the further. Yeah. I love the further. I think it's very well done. I love now knowing that it was in an abandoned uh, building like that, like it's just, it's so dark. It was a
1: basement, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the the fog, the one light that he has and just him walking and he gets to the old house, you know, the house they were just living in before this one and it's the same house, Mm -hmm. just darker. Everything has like a greenish tint. Tint to it, yes. And all this fog, and we run into ghosts here. It seems like a family, and you're attracted by a whistling,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and when he walks into the house and to the left, it's like, it's their living room. It's a lady ironing, but she's not ironing. Like, it's just like a, what is it, like a still moment, Mm -hmm. right? Looks like a still life of humans. Yeah, yeah. A dad, I guess, or a husband reading the newspaper, he's the one whistling, and a daughter Mm -hmm. sitting with them. But they're in the past. Like, you could tell this is probably, what, the 50s? Yeah. But their faces...
1: No, I think it's even further than that. Probably. But their faces... But their faces look like pantomime. Yes. With that type of makeup effect.
0: Very dramatic, pale makeup, but then accentuated...
1: With liner and... eye
0: makeup. Yeah. and it's their expressions and that they're not moving. Right. It's very unnerving. I love this. So spoiler alert. I love this whole scene with mm-hmm. that little family. Um, as Josh is walking around, the he goes to the dining room and there's another ghost there crying, I think. Mm-hmm. And then she disappears and all of a sudden you hear a gun cocking. Yeah. And you go back to the living room and they're dead. Yep. But then they move. Mm-hmm. But it's that weird. Unless you see it, it's very hard to describe. Like this sudden. It's a movement. glitchy move. There we go. It's glitchy, and it's just—it's frightening. It's very frightening.
1: I love. Now I—I I mentioned something when we were watching the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The mom who's doing the ironing, for some reason, I felt that she looked like the old lady that's been haunting.
0: Yeah, you did, say Josh. That. I didn't get that impression.
1: I'd have to go back and look at her and maybe freeze frame it. But I felt like there was something about her that was Mm -hmm. familiar in visuals with that old lady. But the clothing would have been off.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because that old lady is dressed in really extra back in the day period. Maybe 1800. Like Victorian era. Yes, Victorian era clothing. So Mm -hmm. who knows?
0: Who knows? Josh makes his way to the attic because at this point i don't know how we realize that the attic seems to be the
1: the center or the, the center well that's where that happened to where dalton accident happened. and I, that's where the door is
0: yes and he walks through this door and i take it like we're in hell or in hell well it's a purgatory
1: it's that level before
0: but i like how they did it it looked like a very fancy old mansion like home so it but what made it scary was the red lighting and just mm-hmm. like the filming of it. Um, and we f- we find Dalton there. He's yeah. being held prisoner, mm-hmm. quote unquote held prisoner. But the demon is on the second floor and he's sharpening his nails basically like on mm-hmm. a, a grinder. It, like a sander or something. It's a grinder. And he has all these puppets. This was the only scene in this movie that I, I could have done without.
1: A Are you bit. serious? Because
0: I thought the puppets cheapened it what was the point of the puppet like i didn't need they're all
1: puppets dalton is a puppet
0: for the Okay. well all right fine i take it back
1: and my reaction (laughs) you'll understand why later
0: okay (laughs) okay that makes sense yeah anyway all right fine not him sharpening (laughs) it's the puppets i'm like i understand what was the point of this but now that you say that 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 makes sense the you know, Josh is trying to get poor Dalton free. The demon because shackled. Yeah, I think on the leg or something. Uh-huh. And the the demon obviously notices. So now there's this chase scene and this we got to get out of here. Dalton and Josh do escape, but now it's getting a, out of the further mm-hmm. that's taking them just a little bit longer.
1: Right, but they're surrounded.
0: They are surrounded by, by all, all these, these ghosts, t-
1: tormented <laughs> or, spirits, or whatever the hell you want to call them.
0: Yeah. yeah. At the same time that they're trying to escape the further, now the spirits are also coming into the real world. Right. And they're terrorizing Elise and Renee and, you know, everybody else who's there. And Josh finally confronts the old woman. The old woman. Or does he? Or does he? I didn't want to, I was going to do it, but I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> Josh and Dalton return home. All the spirits disappear from the physical world, and la-di-da, they save the day. Josh saved the day. Happy ending. Happy ending. But it's not. Mm Mm-hmm. Just when you think the movie Curtain close is coming, Elise is talking to Josh. They're putting away his old pictures, and they're just like, okay, we're done. But Elise looks at him funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Because obviously she has the extra sense. Yes. Right? She
1: she hands him the old photos. Yes. And that's when she all of a sudden, that's when you see her.
0: Freak out a little.
1: Yeah. Like there's an expression on her face. But you don't know what it is because you're not seeing anything.
0: Right. You just see Josh. She snaps a photo of him. Mm -hmm. Which pisses him off abnormally that you're like, what's wrong with this guy? Right. And he attacks her. Right. Literally kills Elise. Mm-hmm. He's he strangles her to death. She's screaming. All of us. It takes a while for anybody to come and investigate why Elise is screaming. Renee comes and finds Elise's corpse, but no Josh. Nope. She looks through the camera because the camera is there. It's a digital camera. And she, this is where we find out. We get a little flashback. When Josh handed the photos over to Elise, the hand was of someone else.
1: Yes, it was the old woman's hand.
0: Yes. And when the photo is revealed, Josh is now.
1: The old woman. The old woman. So scary. And that's how it ends.
0: It How it ends is Renee is startled by Josh. Mm-hmm. And that's how the movie ends. Thank you, Archie. Yeah. Love it.
1: Not a happy ending.
0: Not a happy ending. There are multiple sequels, ones coming out this year. I haven't, I saw part two.
1: I don't remember any of them. I don't
0: remember it and I've never seen any of the other ones. I don't think I have either. I just, yeah. I think I saw part
1: two. I remember nothing of it. I Same. And I only watched it once. I don't know if it was maybe because I didn't like it. It yeah. could be, I don't know.
0: But I definitely want to watch all of them now. Because if anything, they're haunting movies. So I'm Mm going to enjoy something out of it. I'll get scared at something. Whether they're good or not at the end is a different situation. But Mm -hmm. I definitely want to dive into watching the rest of the series. But my final quick thoughts, I already said it though, (laughs) throughout, is that Josh turned on all the lights. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Because I really think that's realistic. If you're being freaked out in your home, I think the first thing anybody would do is turn on lights. Mm-hmm. And that I really appreciate this ending. And I made this note, I'm sure you saw. It yep. reminds me of The Woman in Black. And honestly, The Woman in Black has moved up in my horror list mm-hmm. of all time. I absolutely love that movie and that ending is so shocking and this is too. I think that what attracts you
1: about the woman in black is how simple it actually is.
0: It is. And it's, it's so a, scary. Old, it's a gothic yes. horror
1: movie, so to speak. Yeah. And it's very simple. It, it, is. it doesn't need all these, you know, bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. And her at the end. Yeah. Still triumphs. She she made it. She she was triumphant.
0: And that's what this has as well. It's very simple. Mm -hmm. There are no bells and whistles and special effects or anything of that. Mm -hmm. And it's the same type of ending. Like these two movies are really and The Conjuring. The Conjuring I can really put up there because it's the same thing. It's nothing, you know, bells and whistles is very simple haunting slash Mm -hmm. possession story. But these three movies are like when I describe a haunting movie, these are perfect. The Woman in Black being the ultimate winner for yeah. me. Okay. It's just, this is what I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any final thoughts on the movie itself for you? Um, I, I, I'm i going to be
1: real upfront about this. I wasn't really looking forward to seeing it. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, no. Oh, yes. Why? I
1: don't know why. I thought I was not going to like it.
0: Oh, Okay. Did you not like it before? I did. Okay. But
1: I, because we've had so many where we've gone back and it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And I kind of didn't want that to be ruined, Mm. but I liked it.
0: Okay. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. Okay. It was, it was good again. (laughs) I also think part of it is because I'm not a fan of Patrick Wilson.
0: Interesting. I had a feeling that was going to be one of the reasons. He
1: irritates me Mm. and I'm going to blame you for that. Me? Yes. There was a movie that he did many years ago that I watched, and after that, it soured him for me.
0: Was it Little Children? Yes. He Why? He wasn't bad in that.
1: No. Wasn't, it, it, wasn't he a pedophile in some movie?
0: He's not a pedophile in that movie. Oh,
1: shit. And I've been blaming <laughs> him for that all these years.
0: No, man. Really? Yeah. He wasn't the pedophile. It was some other... I can't remember the name of the actor, but he's like with Kate Winslet in that movie.
1: I don't know why in my mind I thought he was. And I think that, oh, my God, I have unjustly <gasps> soured this man in my mind.
0: Poor Patrick Wilson.
1: I, he's still not my favorite, though. I like him. Yeah, I know you do.
0: Well, that too. He's he's easy on the eyes. But I don't know. I like him. And he's great in The Conjuring. Does he bother you in The Conjuring? No. Okay. Well, that's fine. You don't have to like him. But I had a feeling that was maybe a reason why this movie wouldn't have worked for you. Mm. I think he's one of those actors that people either like him or don't. Or
1: don't. There's just something about him that I don't like.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine.
1: I don't know what it is. And well. I feel terrible. But I did <laughs> he was enjoy... No, I, I feel really bad that about that. That is a that.
0: great movie. I really like that movie. Yeah. Actually.
1: Um, I feel really bad that I attached that to him. <laughs> So I'm sorry, Patrick Wilson, but you still irk me. Um, but I did enjoy the movie because I was afraid that I wouldn't.
0: Aww. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> well, let's then. If that's your final thought, anything yep. else? No, I think that's it. All right, let's dive into our categories, and we can start with sound and movie. I'll say my little tidbit, and you then, please, then you can because go I like, on. I like what you got here. Um, I really enjoyed the music in this movie. Joseph Bishara. <laughs> is back, but not really because this was before The Conjuring, as I mentioned before. Right. I believe he lays the foundation for the music in James Wan's movies. It's mm-hmm. a hard one to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the intensity of the quartet that he brings to these g- ghost movies are incredible. I agree. It really adds so much tension, even at the end of... So in this movie, we don't get the title of the movie mm-hmm. until the end. Right. The Conjuring is after the Annabelle story. Mm-hmm. And they both do that very loud, obnoxious title. Strings.
1: Where like... Yeah. Like that. With the
0: name of the movie like kind of flashing at you. Yeah. Very big letters. And I love it. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. It's so terrifying. I think the music in these movies and in this one, well, we're only talking about this one, is spot on. And that fucking weird song. Okay. Lead us in. All right. So the name of that
1: song is Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Mm-hmm. The music, I'm going to say, is definitely in line with what would eventually, you know, turn into the Conjuring franchise. Universe, because yeah. I, I felt that it was familiar in that, in that way. Yes. Okay. So that song has always had a creepy vibe for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Little
1: history on it and the singer. Go for it. It debuted in 1968, and it was sung by a man by a known, his his, um, stage name was Tiny Tim. His actual name was Herbert something or other. And he played the ukulele in Mm -hmm. it in a high-pitched falsetto. I want you to actually see the video of him. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let's cut for a moment. I want you to watch it. Okay. If we must. Yes.
0: Um, okay. It's worth Googling or YouTubing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to the singer because you you kind of look like you would fit as a demon in this movie.
1: Or one of the dead malevolent spirits. Or, yeah, sorry. Yes. A
0: spirit or in cahoots with the demon. That was really freaky. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that he can sing like that though. I You have to admire- Creepiness aside, that he mm-hmm. can do that. Yes. Um, and it fits really well, like his voice with the ukulele, but now this movie has made it a scary thing. Mm-hmm. um, But that was a little weird. That was weird. Yeah. It was very 1968, I have to say. Yes. In, this
1: was one of hmm. his number one hit for him. Right. Not saying it hit number one, yeah. but it was very famous.
0: Interesting. So much
1: so that I remember my mom liking it, and I remember seeing the cover of that album in our home. And hmm. she would play it on our record player. And, oh my God. and I, I hated this song. <laughs> I hated it. I didn't like it. As, as a kid, I didn't like it. Um, and I have to share something with you. Go for it. This movie actually reminded me of a very scary moment for the me. The movie or the song? I'm sorry, the song. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Sorry, okay. the song. Mm-hmm. Remind me of a scary moment for me as a kid. Now, when... I was a kid. My parents had an upholstery and carpet business, and the front of the shop was a shop, mm-hmm. and the back was kind of a warehouse type area. Okay. And my mom would do all the sewing. She was in the warehouse area, and I was com- The bathroom was at the back, and I was coming through the warehouse, and she had the radio on. Mm-hmm. This song was playing, and she was sewing. Oh. Now. As a kid, all I thought was that that scared me. Yeah. But now as an adult, I'm like, that was really fucked up. (laughs) After seeing this movie, of course, because the warehouse section of the shop was always kind of dark, like most warehouses are. The lighting isn't great. Yeah. And there were there was like rolls and rolls of carpeting stacked up and fabric and and old chairs disassembled because my dad would be working on that. And it was kind of now that I look at it as an an adult, for a kid, I understand why. I used to get a little creeped out going to the bathroom in the warehouse. And I remember seeing my mother pushing fabric through while this was playing. And she was humming along.
0: Creepy. And there's something unsettling about a sewing machine sound. Mm -hmm. So that plus this, plus dark, Mm -hmm. good combo for scare. I get it. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. God. And this song was
1: not original, just to bring that up, mm-hmm. to Tiny Tim. It was written by Al Budin and Joe Burke. Okay. It was featured in a historic film in 1929 called mm. The Gold Diggers of Broadway. And it became the number one hit recording by one of the film stars, the crooning troubadour, and guitarist Nick Lucas later that year in 1929. So it's not original to Tiny Tim. And if you're wondering, Tiny Tim was not tiny. He was actually six feet tall.
0: Oh, yeah. He didn't look tiny in that video. Right. But it's hard to tell. But it's a weird sitting. name.
1: I, I kind of went down a um, rabbit hole looking up information on him, but I thought, okay, we it, it doesn't really need that much. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd rather have your storytelling. I can only imagine how scary this song sounds on a record player. Yeah.
1: Especially an old record player, yeah. not these newer modern ones where, Oof. yeah, you still have the little scratchy sound, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now imagine that inside of a warehouse. No. <laughs> no. Echoing.
0: No, thanks. <laughs> Let's dive into our favorite scenes. I'll go first because I already mentioned which one it was. Right. So we can go to you. Mm-hmm. It was that scene when Josh gets uh, goes into the further with the family in the mm-hmm. living room. Mm-hmm. It's haunting. Actually, that is the one Thing I always remembered about this movie. Yes, the demon jump scare, but this is the most impactful for me. It It was unsettling for you. very unsettling. But it was really well done with Mm -hmm. lighting and makeup. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. So what are what's your favorite scene?
1: Well, I actually have two favorite scenes, and they both feature the weird song as you call it, which is "Tiptoe Through the Tulips." it's unnerving how this scene looked. It's when the little boy, mm-hmm. when Renee gets they're at the second house now and Renee sees that little boy dancing to this music. Yeah. The thing about it that gets to me is that it's an innocent scene because it's a little boy dancing to music. Right. But it carries so much malevolence
0: with yeah, it. Yeah, it does.
1: So yeah. so much. And then again, when the de was the demon and the 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 scene is lit instantly to scare the fuck out of you, which is when it um, what's his name? Josh goes to save Dalton, and he's shackled. yeah, and you mentioned it that he looks up and he sees it. yeah, and you're seeing the demon do something that is common, that's something everyday folks would do using a grinder mm-hmm. to maybe sharpen something mm-hmm. in this case. He's filing his nails to a deadly point. Right. So in both of those scenes, there are parts of normality of mm-hmm. everyday life that turn it into horror.
0: Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Especially with the kid.
1: Yeah. And and when I first saw this scene this time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I first saw, I thought he was sewing. And that's why I remembered mm-hmm.
0: that years ago. Right.
1: But then I realized when they focus and they show him, he's grinding his nails to a fine deadly point
0: Mm -hmm. I'm happy about it
1: and that song is playing while he's Mm. doing this so why don't we quickly hear that song for the audience do we
0: have to we
1: absolutely do fine and it's in the scene itself yes okay (laughs)
0: You can hear the
1: grinding in the background. So you heard it, right? You hear the grinding, you see the grinding. Yep. The 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 song becomes louder when they actually go up into the room where the demon is doing his deed.
0: Very effective. Extremely. I mean, but I just wonder how they do this. I want, I would love to be with a writer, director, producer when they're doing from this. conception to finality of a movie just to see them how they get, get to this point. Like, mm-hmm. oh, do you remember that song, Tulips Through the whatever the hell this thing is called? <laughs> Let's add this. Like, you know, I just I would love the to
1: collaboration know. of all yes. these different artists coming right. together to pull this scene off yeah when you think about it i would love to be on the backside of all of that i've always found the production of movies itself fascinating makeup in particular um right. was always fascinating special effects makeup has always fascinated me um when i was a teenager this is actually what i want i've told you many times mm-hmm. i wanted to be a special effects makeup artist um I find that fascinating, just like you. How does this whole concept come together? Yeah. I'd love to see that from beginning to end, be involved in it, mm-hmm. watch, listen, learn. You and know. just
0: be like, who thought of this song?
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just and, and to match it up with these two scenes in particular, like you're mentioning, it's just, it's fascinating. It's amazing. It's creative. <sighs> I would love to just sit there yeah. and watch it all. <laughs>
1: Great so, scenes. Great so there scenes. you go. Those are my two scenes. They're tied together for one main reason. Ordinary things happen- happening in a horrible environment. Yes.
0: All right. Best character. Who's your best character?
1: Uh, my best character was Elise. Okay. I really like her. I like her in other movies that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's something about her that's comforting.
0: It is. Yeah. I can see that.
1: And I just, I just like her character. Mm-hmm. She's believable.
0: She is believable.
1: <laughs> and I know who you like. Go for
0: it. Um, I do like Josh because I I do like the vulnerability of him. I think it sucks what ends up happening to him that mm-hmm. after all this time, he's tried to suppress this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he had been struggling with it because mm-hmm. he had been staying late at work because he was scared. He was having these visions. Right. And yet he still got screwed over by this spirit mm-hmm. that's attached to him. And that sucks because they think he was trying to make a change. And that's why I like Josh.
1: Okay. All right. Best unlikable character. You? Me, the demon. Okay. I For the reasons above yeah. about the whole scene Got with it. the music and just he's nasty.
0: He is nasty. For me, it's the old lady.
1: I know. I think everyone knows this by now.
0: Uh, I'm becoming predictable. That's not good. <laughs> well, I know, I know what freaks you out. Yeah, which I'm sure everybody always, does at this point, at this which point. is everything. But um, yeah,
1: but there are some things that freak you out more, which is always good to know.
0: Mm-hmm. But she's <laughs> she's great. She's very dislikable but so likable in being unlikable, not mm-hmm. dislikable unlikable. She is scary. She still got him. That's a spirit you don't want to fuck with. I think she's worse than the demon. I mean, she might be a demon too in her mm-hmm. own way.
1: Do you think that they are one and the same? I don't
0: know. That's actually Does the
1: Does the Demon actually personify himself or itself because right. as the old woman?
0: Because we've had this debate. I don't know if it was in our first episode, all the way back with the, the exorcist or some other time. Maybe with the conjuring. When you're a demon is different from a ghost
1: yes or a spirit uh, yes to me uh, the she, spirit of a of somebody that used to be alive
0: exactly to mm-hmm. me she is a spirit of somebody who was alive because of her form mm-hmm. but is could it be a demon disguised in a human form to trick the person right even though she's scary anyway it's not like you would go hug this mm-hmm. thing right so i don't know maybe that's why there's more movies that explains who she is i would love to know where this old lady comes from mm-hmm. why she's so vengeful Maybe there isn't a reason. She you know, just
1: you just whatever. hit on
0: something that I thought of. What? There
1: is something I had forgotten to mention to you. I actually am interested in knowing the stories of the people who are in the further.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like the
1: Jack, the guy that I call the Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Um. The family. Yeah. The, uh, the girl who was in the dining room crying. Mm-hmm. All th- I I want to know what their story. I wonder yeah. if those stories are told in three and four or whatever. I don't know. Right. I can't say because I've never seen them, but I was interested. The only thing with that is that sometimes when they go back like that, it's just ruined.
0: For certain things, because I I have to mention, like with The Conjuring, in part two, The Nun was so fucking scary. Right. but The then character. When they,
1: but then when they did this, the movie.
0: We were like, we didn't like it. Maybe yeah. we need to rewatch it. Maybe I don't know. But I remember leaving that theater like she's not as scary as she was yeah why not just leave her she was
1: annoying actually
0: yeah why not just leave her as the nun in the conjuring and two, that's it and, and leave that's it, it. Mm-hmm. so maybe we don't want to know and that's why I'm saying maybe the old lady spirit thing is just it it just is sometimes things are just evil and there's no explanation for it yeah but she's great she freaks me out she's the best unlikable character for me <laughs> okay what character would you be in the movie? I chose that you would be Elise.
1: I, I have like a feeling that. You, you
0: you knew that was gonna be. I kind of had a
1: feeling. Yeah. Before I even saw it, I had a feeling you were going that
0: way. Yeah, because you do have this calm about you, and I can see you being a a psychic <laughs> medium, and you would probably love it and hate it at the same time because mm-hmm. it's it's scary. Um, but I can see you being very interested in that mm-hmm. if you were in this movie. So. Yep. That's why I chose Elise for you, and I chose for you Renee uh, because really? she
1: knew she knew no. something was wrong, and yeah, you true. would know, and you would be saying it, okay, and it would piss you. It's <laughs> like there is a ghost, and we yeah. got to do something about it. Right. So okay, that fine. was the only character that I approximated to being you. Okay. No, nobody else there. Got so it. that's why I chose her. Perfect.
0: Okay. Okay. Does it hold up? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it does for you too. I'm it glad. It
1: did. It did. I'm glad. I really feel bad about Patrick Wilson now. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. that's rude.
0: Anyway, all right. And now on to our, our rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We watch the horror movie, see what rules are broken. Usually, this means that people are going to die or they have less chance of survival. We tally it up and see how many rules are broken.
1: Yeah. And if you want to live, you'll follow these rules.
0: Even though sometimes if you follow them, you still die. Depends on the situation.
1: Yeah, that's true. Archie is
0: really having some fun today with yes, his pillow. Yes, he With
1: his pillow. Mm. He loves
0: that pillow. He sure does. I'll start off. Go for it.
1: Number one, don't say hello or who's there.
0: Rule number two, turn on the lights.
1: Rule number three, don't split up.
0: Rule number four, don't go upstairs, the basement or the attic.
1: Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, no trespassing,
0: you know. Looks spooky. Yeah. Rule number six, make
1: sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance.
0: All right. This one has a lot of rules. And
1: I just found one. Another one as I we were going over them.
0: Oh, great. So yeah. There's a lot of rules broken in mm-hmm. this movie. Yep. Hence why we got the ending we got. Mm-hmm. We got Josh asking who's there. Yep. When there's a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Everyone at some point, well, not every, well, Yeah. People go to the attic. Well, mm-hmm. the kid going to the attic. The was, kid, the was mom, it. and the
1: dad—they all went to the
0: attic at right. Some but point. the kid is the one that really yep. made that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, You that one you found. You also go ahead and say your other rules that were broken. Uh,
1: oh, okay. So the further, uh, the further. I mean, why are you would, going in? Why there? are you going in there? I mean, I know he had he to rescue his son, but yeah, that's a pretty big do not enter for me. But I get it. I would do the same thing.
0: I mean, you have to go save
1: the kid. And then make sure the bad guy is dead. None of them made sure that the bad guy, a.k.a. the old woman, was really truly dead. Or
0: gone. They didn't
1: question what came back. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm surprised that Elise did not
1: question that.
0: That's true. That is true. Because, yes, you're going in there, but what can you bring back with you? Right. Hmm. Good point. And then, of course, they had a
1: seance. They
0: sure did. Damn, five out of seven. Yeah. It's a good one. A lot of broken rules. All right. Mm -hmm. I like it. So five out of seven rules were broken in Insidious. Yes. And last but not least, Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie?
1: I counted the exact as you, so go for it. Three
0: out of five. Yep. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. It's an exciting movie. We watched this movie on HBO Max with our HBO Max subscription. Mm -hmm. This was a great movie to revisit it's been a few years since I've seen it I still love it I've already beat it to death but it's a great haunting story for me I really want to watch the other ones just to see how the story keeps going and because there is another one supposedly coming out this year who apparently uh, Patrick Wilson is directing oh okay so (laughs) maybe you need to rewatch little children I
1: clearly (laughs) clearly I do
0: Which I also recommend. It's a great movie. It's also a book, which... Did I read it? Now I can't I think you did. I think I did. Mm -hmm. I just don't remember it anymore. And let's see. What is up next in our May Hauntings month, Mom? What are we reviewing? We are watching another one I haven't seen in a long time. I think I've only
1: saw this one once for me. I saw
0: it twice. I'm very excited about this one, too. Another one we put off because we forgot about it. Mm Mm-hmm lights out
1: yes so that being said if you guys want to join the conversation please watch it and then once we've got this episode live start commenting on our social media posts
0: we'd love to interact with you tell us your thoughts let us know what you thought and that's a wrap on insidious thank you for joining us today on horror cafe podcast you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. Make sure you also check out our YouTube channel, Horror Cafe Gaming, where I, Erica, live stream horror video games. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. That'll really help us out.
1: And you can also visit our website and listen to our episodes there. You can find us at HorrorCafePodcast.com. And if you're so inclined, drop us a a snail mail, which is now email at info at horrorcafepodcast.com. We love getting emails and we do reply.
0: Or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. And until next time, stay spooky.
1: Stay spooky.
0: Bye, everyone. Bye.